Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Everybody, I have Bachelor friggin' royalty, Erica Rose, with us today, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited to be on here with you, too. I, I just, I was thinking of people I wanted to bring on, and I looked at your Instagram, and I was like, yep, this is, this is the um, one. We have so much to discuss. Yes, we really do. Um, way back in the day, what year was Prince Lorenzo's so, season? Okay, I'm putting my thing up here. But his season was actually in 2006. I was 23 at the time, so I'm 35 now. You were but, 23. Okay, wait. Yeah. 2006. I started mm -hmm. 2000. I was in high school. Oh, really? Which okay. is crazy to think about. Yeah. I and watched I just you. graduated college. Oh, my God. I so know. I watched your season, too. Oh, God. What did you think? <laughs> I mean, I liked you because I felt like you were similar to how I was on my season. Maybe, like, misunderstood, but I could tell, you know? Yeah. And we have a lot in common. We're both from Texas. Our dads are both plastic surgeons, yes. I think, right? Yeah. I know. That's so crazy. I was telling my dad the other day. And showing him your dad's picture. I, mean, <laughs> I, I found him. Yeah, I, I remember. And it's so funny. Like, you you're you were so open about plastic surgery on the show. Like, whether you were talking about it yourself or I just know. making jokes about it. And <laughs> for me, that's always been natural to talk about, too. Just mm -hmm. because I it's been a part of my life. Yeah. It's but, okay, so you were 23. Um, yes. Gotta know what made you do The Bachelor. Well, Funnily enough, it was my dad, um, for real. I was like, just got out of a pretty serious relationship. Um, before my husband, it had been my longest relationship. And I was kind of sad about it. The guy lived in Dallas. And at the time, I was also doing some reporting on a local Houston show that we don't have anymore called Wild About Houston. Okay. But back then, people found out about things through the newspaper. So my dad saw the audition in the Houston Chronicle. And he was like, why don't you go and do this? So I grabbed two of my girlfriends that were also single. And we went down to the local ABC station because that's where they used to hold the audition. <laughs> and we just did it, you know? And like, he's like, you probably won't get cast. I mean, it's super unlikely, you know, but you know how the process works. Right. And then one thing led to the other, there was a callback and then that final audition in LA. And it was like, you know, it's just, it happened super fast, but it seemed like a good idea. I mean, you know, it's I was not young. to say it wasn't, but you know, <laughs> so it's okay. So you went to college, you had a good yes. education. Here's my degree. It, like, That's my college degree. <laughs> oh. uh, so your life was obviously pretty nice before the show, yeah, which, exactly. you know, they did poke fun at a bit on the show, but I'm curious, was your life as glamorous as, as it, the show made it seem? No. So it was really funny to me. Um, I didn't know what they were going to list my occupation as, because like I said, at the time I was reporting kind of very part-time. And then I was also reporting for a magazine and I was called the society reporter for Houston magazine covering like charity events and running around to different events. It was a lot of fun, you know, for me back then. And so I literally, I remember my friend Lisa called me, who was on my season because it aired first in Portland, um, where she lives before it aired in Houston or something like that. Yeah. And she, I don't know, I guess something weird happened, like where it was airing somehow she found out before I did. And she's like, Oh my gosh, guess what they listed your occupation as? I'm like, what? And she said, a socialite. <laughs> and I was like, that's really funny. But then after that, people would say, Oh, why do you call yourself a socialite? That's so conceited. Like, what does that job entail? I'm like, I never called myself that. I guess that's just what they felt to make of my occupation at the time, you know? Yeah. My, my close <laughs> friend now, she is a dental assistant or, or was even before the show, but uh -huh. she has chickens. And so her profession oh, on the yeah, show was that. chicken enthusiast. And she was mm -hmm. like, what was that? <laughs> or one of them, yeah. one of them was also a dental assistant, but hers was like unemployed. 
or something. I remember that. Yeah. And you're like, um, no, at least they didn't say that about me. I'm yeah, like, they can really create working, some, you know. But it was funny. That's hilarious. But as mm-hmm. far as as far as e- your your uh, intro package, there's some things I want oh, to yeah. address. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. So so <laughs> there were a couple things that you said. Oh, that you couldn't do life without your what would you, astrologer. Yes, and that is still true. Believe it or not, I left work. I'm a lawyer now. Okay. And on my drive home, I called my astrologer, Herb. And to this day, I I try to go like a week sometimes, and I'm like really proud of myself. If it's been like a week, I'm like, I haven't talked to her. I'm managing things on my own. And then something will happen, you know, and I'm like, I need to know what Herb thinks about this. And a lot of times I feel like he doesn't even look at my chart. He just kind of knows me so well that he just gives me advice. Should I and... know more about astrology? <laughs> Am I doing things wrong? Well, what what's your sign? Do you know I'm that? I'm Aries. Is that me too? Oh my god! So am I. Oh, that and makes this is, sense. I was like, I felt like you would be an Aries. Like I was thinking <laughs> that to myself tonight. I'm like, oh, she yeah. seems like one. I'm I'm very <laughs> much an Aries, but I don't know Same. anything about really. Um, I've heard that I'm a big time Aries, but I admit I yeah. don't really know a whole lot about. It. about other signs but it's it was just, just so funny like... that you were like i cannot live without my personal <laughs> yeah. astrologer I, that part is still true and i try like i said i really like have tried my best to live without him and it just doesn't happen as well so would you would you <laughs> say when you were going on to the show were you looking for love or, or yes what? you know what i mean like i was hopeful about it and the funny thing is i made a lifelong friend um with lorenzo who was the bachelor he was at my wedding i, I was gonna and, ask you about that yeah he was there <laughs> everyone was super excited because a lot of things you know on the show are exaggerated but he is an actual prince if you ever go back to rome you'll see the last name borghese everywhere really um and i had been there a few times before the show and didn't notice that. But of course, when we were there with him, you know, they brought that to our attention and I saw it everywhere. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, he was a descendant of the Pope. And so back in the day they could give Royal titles and that's how his family got the title. Um, and so that's why I wore tiara. I would have never worn it. Otherwise I was an inside joke, I guess with me and myself and him because he totally got it by the way and thought it was Hilarious. So you were not someone who before the show wore a tiara on a regular no, basis. I did wear one like on my 23rd birthday. But other than that, <laughs> I think that was the only time I had previously worn one. And I haven't really. Well, I wore one recently when I went to one of the bachelor cast parties. I, I saw that. To you. It was very reluctant. I brought it in my purse. Well, so but why now, did you wear it? <laughs> um, I was encouraged to. And I'm like, you know, even Chris Harrison's mom was there. And she was like, I don't recognize you without the tiara. Like, you need to put that thing on. I'm like, okay. How do you know Chris Harrison's mom? Um, Well, I feel like she knows me because she's been watching it forever. (laughs) And we were introduced to her. And I'm like, I've known your son longer than most of these people have, which is true. He was like my age, I think, when when I met him. Well, what's funny was I was watching clips of of The Bachelor and then later clips Mm -hmm. of... um, of bachelor pad but yeah chris harrison has not, not aged, aged I know. at all I'm like he's looked the same since i met him and he might even look better now i don't really know or just the exact same but like it's the crazy. clip of there's a clip of him it's it's you saying you know should i pay one of these girls to be my yeah. maid so they they asked me to do that of course um, that they did based on a funny story about actually it was really what my best friend did in college and not even me but it inspired me, but she and I are both super messy and we've always been that way. And that's just the way we are. And we did grow up having people cleaning and either way, that's just, you know, we're just naturally messy. And so she actually hired her roommate in college to be her maid. And I didn't. And I was, my dorm room was such a mess that, you know, my dad wanted me. He's like, I need to send in a maid. I'm like, no dad, that will be so embarrassing. So I wouldn't let him do it. And my poor roommate, was so upset she divided the room in half so that my mess like wouldn't go over and like ruin her side of her room. This, <laughs> it was bad. So okay, so <laughs> this whole shtick of like th- these quarters, this house is not nice enough for yeah. me. Was that? I mean, obviously you were trying to encouraged. be funny. Yeah, I was trying to be funny, and that's what people don't also don't realize. I mean, I was a theater minor at Emory, and my like icon, I guess, going into the show also was Elmarosa from The Apprentice. I just thought she was so cool. And I was like, I'm going to be the Omarosa of this season. I don't know why. But I'm like, it's going to be so fun. 
I didn't think there was going to be any negative criticism. I just thought people would be kind of like laughing with me, you know, and enjoying it and not taking it seriously. So I was surprised. The most I was surprised by was, was that people took that like character that I portrayed very seriously. Well, I think you it's, I, I think you were probably the producer's dream. Am I right? Oh yeah. I mean, well, I got an idea early on through the process of the character that they wanted me to be. I remember in my like second casting interview, they were like, would you say that you're spoiled? I'm like, you know, not really, you know, I've always worked really hard in education, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but come on, like you are, you know? And I was like, okay, this is like what they want. Like I said, I was working on a local show at the time. I understand production and I felt like they were going to give me that edit, whether I liked it or not, which is really true. So I felt I might as well go into it you know, and go along with it and have fun. It's fun. And I did have fun. Would you consider yourself spoiled? Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) I I read that you wanted to be a reporter before the show. Mm -hmm. Did I was doing it. Well, you were reporting. You wanted to be, you know, an entertainment reporter. I I went on it, honestly. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean, it didn't really take off, honestly. And I went to hurt that though. I actually do, which is funny. And now it's so different, honestly, because like there's people like Ashley, I, you know, that are doing a lot of reporting. And so it was just a different time. But then I moved to L.A. And when I would go on auditions, a lot of people would recognize me from the show, like the casting people and say, like, your character on The Bachelor was really funny and great, but not right for this hosting personality. And like if I look at my old host hosting reels, which are somewhere like from when I was on Wild About Houston, I wasn't that character. I was just like a normal. You were just you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so it definitely did affect that. And I was upset, but I was like, whatever life goes on. I went to law school. I finally became a lawyer. It took like a really long time, Yeah, but I'm officially a lawyer now. We will talk about that journey. I'm curious (laughs) though. I, I, well, I always wonder if, if casting directors, end up looking down on people who are who like did reality shows because they're like not anymore really but now i mean like not like i said there's so many it kind of annoys me sometimes i'm like i wish that it would have been this generation when i was on it you know Mm -hmm. with social media and like everyone i know like retires from their jobs right and like just does this like full time and I just missed the boat on that, I guess. And so now I have to be like a normal person with a really hard <laughs> job it. working really hard. I have I mean, to be a, a normal not, person. Yeah. But I mean, being a lawyer is like, it's a real job. I work for a big firm. I work crazy hours, you know, and it's yeah. like, that's just where things are. But at the same time, I do have ideas, you know, for how I want to incorporate my law stuff into things. Well, you had said that you wanted to be, I don't know, kind of like the next judge Judy kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And is that still an idea? Yeah. I mean, I'm obsessed with her. I am too. She was a family lawyer first and then she was a family court judge. And so it's like, I've realized, okay, one step at a time now, I guess. And I've completed my first step. Like I became a lawyer and got a really good job, you know, with a good firm. And so that's what I'm up to now. And it's just so funny that you to me are like the epitome of Elle Woods. Thank you. I'm like, thank you. You really I, are. I mean, I loved her when I was in. You were so much alike, though. School, like, you just, yeah. you carry yourselves, <laughs> like, the same way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I feel it. like that, too. Does anyone else sweat even when it's really cold out? Like, when the Seattle snowmageddon happened, I'm walking everywhere and freezing my butt off, but also sweating under all my layers? Lucky for me, and maybe for the people around me, I've been keeping it fresh because I use coconut deodorant from Kopari. Kopari's coconut deodorant is aluminum-free, vegan, and does not contain any of that bad stuff, like silicones or GMOs. So whether you've got sensitive skin or you just don't want a bunch of yucky ingredients entering your body, Kopari's deodorant offers a cleaner option that works just as well. It's all plant-based like sage oil and coconut oil, and it still keeps me fresh all day long. I was honestly really surprised when I started using Kopari. Gotta admit, I was worried it wouldn't pack the punch I needed to fight the sweat, but it really does keep me fresh. Kopari also has a fragrance-free version if you're into that, plus two new scents, beach and gardenia. Coconut's still my favorite, but 
they're all really great. Kopari offers a deodorant subscription, so you'll never run out again. It's shipped to you as often as you choose automatically for free. They also offer a money back guarantee, so there's no reason not to give it a try. Go to koparibeauty.com slash Olivia to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash Olivia. One more time for you, koparibeauty.com slash Olivia. Um, so question. <laughs> what? So Prince Lorenzo, I'm sure yeah. at the time or at least this character that you were playing, you thought, oh, perfect. Right. Like, I get a prince. Am That's I right? That's what I was thinking. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'll be actually a princess. <laughs> you know, that would be so amazing. Like, I mean, everyone kind of on the show was thinking like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, Except. I'm sure were there ever moments off camera where the girls were just saying, I, he's a prince. I want to be yeah. with him. Definitely. And I think that's, as his friend, I can say that's probably part of the reason that he's still single is, um, you know, he's had people interested in him just for that reason. And he's a great guy and a really nice person. I'm curious. He's in Florida. He's still single girl. If you're single, you should. How old is he? Um, he's 11 years older than me. I think he's like 45. I mean, something. it's a little above my, but he's still a prince. <laughs> that, that's and all that really matters. Nice. Right. And he's a Gemini and actually Aries and Gemini's are very compatible. Oh yeah. So who am I, am I supposed to date a Gemini? Who am yeah, I supposed Gemini's, to date? Libras. Um, those are the best. Air I always signs, date the ones I'm not supposed to Scorpio the, the Taurus. No, my ex was a Taurus. We're not. Compatible. We're not supposed to date. That. Okay. No. My mistake. <laughs> did you and Prince yeah. Lorenzo ever have a romantic connection or was we it We actually really... didn't. I mean, I wanted, I thought I was hopeful about it, but like, honestly, I think because I was being so over the top and he totally knew that and <laughs> thought it was funny. But at the same time, he was, I felt like he was almost not being a hundred percent himself because he at the time didn't like own the fact that he was a prince and kind of wanted to prove to everyone that he was just this normal frat guy that loved mm -hmm. to like hang out and like eat pizza and watch football. And then I would run into him like in Aspen, you know, with his friends. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not like this down to earth, like frat guy, you know, now he more so like owns who he is, which I think is cool. But, um, but like I said, I guess we're just meant to be friends because we have stayed close friends and I really like him as a person and I, I told him one time he was like making fun of me for going into family law. And I was like, I guarantee you, I'm going to get married before you. And, and I did. And he was there, but he could be married tomorrow if he wanted to. I How mean, did you guys connect post show as friends? We actually went to a charity event together in New York. Um, one of my friends from college was on the committee it was called the children's health gala, I think. Okay. And she just said, Oh, Lorenzo's going to be there. And you're coming, so you guys should like do the red carpet together, which we did, and that ended up like in us. I'm sure that also dating. like exploded. Yep, the tabloids. Yeah. <laughs> and I was happy about it because I thought it was funny, and he was mad. He's like, it makes me look bad. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's rude. I can't but be with the villain. <laughs> yeah, he, and also he had been he had been kind of dating the girl that was the runner up, which now that's like very common, but at the time seemed like more of a scandal. I guess you know what I mean. Wait, okay, so. I'm forgetting he. How did his season end? I'm forgetting. So he didn't get engaged and he like gave her a promise ring. Uh, and okay. then she broke up with him actually. And she was a teacher and started dating a teacher she worked with. Um, and Sadie, who was the runner up and she's mm -hmm. now actually, she is a successful reporter in LA. Um, she's one of my friends still, but anyway, she moved to New York and they started dating and then they broke up and, you know, oh. they're both still single, but, um, it's so funny because I yeah. feel like so many, um, at least nowadays, you know, once you're broken up with you're, it's mm -hmm. just like, it's over and, and you might see the bachelor sometimes at events yeah. or things like that. But for the most part, you're not friends anymore. Yeah. I felt like, because he and I, like I said, we'd run into each other in Aspen and like, that was really my point on the show. And I wasn't wrong about that when I said like, we come from the most similar backgrounds. No, I'm not royalty. I'm not delusional. But other than that, the way we grew up and like, you know, everything was pretty similar. And so that's why we kept running into each other and having the same group of friends. And it was kind of like we like would just run into each other so much that 
at some point we just became friends, you know, and like, that's that. And I would see him every time I went to New York. And then when I lived in LA, he would get together with me every time, you know, and like we'd go out to dinner. I set him up with several of my friends actually, you know, it's just like, it just developed into a friendship. And I was, I was like, really like flattered that you came to my wedding and everyone was excited. I was like, we're having royalty at my wedding. They're coming. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Okay. So what (laughs) else did you say? Oh, um, you told him you flew coach, too. Mm-hmm. Which now I flown fly coach most almost always. Yeah, so that was my question. How often are you um, flying coach? All the time, pretty much. <laughs> Back then, when I was on, you know, my parents' payroll in college, um, which ended very shortly after that, I did not fly coach. It was a very nice, happy time period in my life. And then I remember after the show, I told my dad, I'm like, I can't be seen flying coach. So I convinced him to like, always let me fly first class for a while. And then this is not, this is a true story. There was one time I did fly coach after the show. I was going to film Tyra Banks back when she had a show and they bought me like a ticket and coach. And I was flying out to LA and these two, I really did hear the flight attendant gossiping and saying, Oh, look, and she's seated all the way in coach. Oh, now they don't care, <laughs> but, but like it really happened. And I was like, okay. Oh. So at the time I really didn't fly coach a lot. Now I fly Southwest. I'm always in coach. Like I've accepted it. That's, I, I fly Southwest. <laughs> <Life has> <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, life has changed. Uh, so, so <laughs> Prince Lorenzo has called himself the worst bachelor ever. And other people have said that too. Do you agree him. with that? Um, to an extent, because like I said, if he were his normal personality, he would have been a great bachelor. But at the time, like I, I felt that he didn't own his identity. You know, he didn't own exactly who he was. And he felt insecure almost about being a prince and really went out of his way to show how like down to earth and just like a regular guy he was, which he, is not 100% who he is. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just way more interesting than that. So I do feel like because he was holding back so much, yeah, that he was, you know. Who, in your opinion, has been the best Bachelor? Well, I still love Andrew Firestone. Oh, and I know that's, I like, before Andrew. everyone's time. But that mm. was the first season I watched. And, like, as in terms of being super eligible, he was. Yep. And he was also a great Bachelor. So I know he's an old one, but I have to go with him, honestly. Oh, fantastic choice. I'm all about it. Yeah. Drinking coffee with a straw, not drinking red wine. Yeah, I do everything to avoid yellowing my teeth. But despite all that, I want to make sure I'm actively using the best tooth whitening product every week. And that's Snow Teeth Whitening. Snow's patented technology whitens better than anything else on the market without the need to visit a dentist or get a prescription. It self-sanitizes, wirelessly charges, automatically detects the shades of my teeth, and it's water resistant so I can whiten as I shower. Plus, there's red light therapy for gum health. It's safe to use on veneers, braces, and any other dental work, and results are guaranteed with the industry-leading five-year warranty. Snow Teeth gets five stars from me. If you're looking to whiten your teeth, I highly recommend it. Snow Teeth Whitening ships worldwide, and every order helps a child who needs dental care. For 25% off while supplies last, you can use the promo code OLIVIA at trysnow.com slash OLIVIA. Um, I'm curious whether you consider yourself a villain. No. And it's funny because like occasionally I would be on like a villains list, but not always Mm -hmm. more often. I'm on like the craziest contestants of all time. (laughs) I'm like, thanks. It will pop up every now and then I'll get like a Google or did they just a new list of the craziest? I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) but I really wasn't a villain. Like, I don't think I would, I mean, yeah, I would say mean things about, funny comments about people in my ITMs, but honestly, I was pretty, I stayed friends with a lot of the people and they kind of could tell I was just being funny and, you know, and so they kind of were like in on the joke, most of them. I mean, you were clearly one of the Queens of one liners maybe ever. Yeah. I think the funniest thing (laughs) about your delivery or not even your delivery, because you're not to me, when you're saying these one liners, you're not acting but mm-hmm. you're just like deadpan look at the camera just say whatever <laughs> and it's almost like you're disinterested when you're saying it <laughs> sometimes i really was honestly like i'm like you know how these items could be they would be like hours and they're like Long. what do you think about this and i just really didn't care so i would say like whatever popped into my mind <laughs> and i mean i feel like during bachelor i was more entertained with it but then i did bachelor pad two seasons of it right and by season three, like I was over it. After I'm season like, three, you were like, I'm boring. done with this. 
Yeah, I'm like, this is boring. Like, they replaced Bachelor Pad with Paradise, which is a lot more interesting. And I'm jealous because people don't have to do these annoying competitions. We had to do, like, synchronized swimming and rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> synchronized swimming. <laughs> we really did. I'm, I'm like, and I'm now curious. they just Yeah. Well, here's another thing. Kelly Rippa, um, mm-hmm. she talked about you nonstop when I your know, season was, so was airing. Did I you still ever never interview her. with her? No. No, I wish I did. Nowadays, I feel like I would have, but no, I didn't. I never have met her. Um, but I was like flattered. I'm like, at the time I was young, you know, and I'm like, yay, she's talking about me. This she is so talked cool. about like, you nonstop. I'm shocked that she didn't like get after an interview. With I know you. it was really different back then. Honestly, like they didn't really encourage us to do a lot of publicity. Now it's just completely changed it's a, with it's social a media of whatever back then. Yeah. Back then at the time, like we only had Facebook and then on bachelor pad, Twitter was around and then Instagram just started like that summer so it was like it just wasn't a thing like people didn't back then the only way people made money was like through appearances you know what i mean like no one quit their day jobs and like went on to do it full time it's It's just just not it wasn't like that you know you're someone who like if if your appearances had been maybe six or seven years later Mm -hmm. i feel like you'd have like five hundred thousand followers i know you my dad I mean? and I talk about it all the time. And I'm like, I know. Your dad's it's like, like, shit, I, I pushed you on too early. <laughs> yeah. But it's, who knows yeah. if I would even get cast now. I feel like it's changed. It's gotten so different and so competitive. Yeah. You know. Do you crazy. like watching now? I'm curious. <sighs> Honestly, this season is the first one that I'm just not into. Maybe because they're so young, you know, yeah. or I, and I do think Colton is a good bachelor, so it's not him. Yeah. Um, it could be the girls, but I like Demi. I think she's funny. I, so she's I go back and like forth the only with her. One. I yeah. go back and forth. Um, do you okay. like watching it now? Or I do. do I do. I, I'm curious. I have a question for you that yeah. maybe we can expand on. Um, do you think there's anything wrong with saying that you want to go on the show for opportunities? Um. No, because I feel like a lot of people do and they just don't admit it these these days, especially like we were just talking about it becomes someone's full time job and their career. And like, you know, it's ridiculous how much money people are making. I've talked about it with different friends of mine that know so much. And, you know, it's crazy. But so people do go on it for opportunities. I just think that they're not allowed to say that. But it's like the truth is in your early twenties, like the way I went into it was that would be great if we, you know, fall in love and I get to be a princess and you know, why not? I'm, I'll be ready to get married. But it wasn't like, I felt like, Oh no, I need to get married. Like I'm 23, you know? Yeah. So I think these girls that are really young probably have a similar mindset, you know, where it's not like they're desperate to get married, like immediately, you know, was there any part of you maybe, how would you feel about yourself watching your, you know, if you were to watch Prince Lorenzo season now, mm-hmm. what would you think of yourself? I mean, so that I'm more like happy with bachelor. Cause I think it's funny. And like, I have two daughters. If they watched it, you know, I'd explain to them, I was just being funny. I think they would laugh about it. Right. But I didn't like certain ways that I came off on bachelor pad for some reason. Like hmm. it's actually, it's actually on demand. I found out recently but my season of Bachelor isn't. Oh. And I don't want my husband to watch it. Like Why? He saw what, what, episodes, what would you not want him to see? I just felt like I didn't come off in a flattering way. Not And like on Bachelor, it was more like I was in on the joke and having fun. But like I said, by Bachelor Pad, like I didn't really feel like acting that way. Like I was already a law student at the time. And, you know, I didn't, I felt like I just wanted to be like more of a normal person. Right. And I didn't feel that I was allowed to be that because it was like, oh no, you have to be your same character. And I'm like, I was 28 and 29 when I did bachelor pad versus 23, like wearing a tiara at 23 might be acceptable, but it's like, it was getting to be like too much, you know, and I was too old for it and it just wasn't cute. Did the, did the producers at all, when they were trying to get you to do bachelor pad, did they Mm -hmm. ever offer an opportunity of like redemption or a different character? That's what I felt. Um, that's why I did bachelor pad season three, honestly, was that I felt like it was that chance. I see. And I like fought really hard, not fought really hard, but I like, you know, they asked me if I'd be interested and I was like, yeah, definitely. Cause I just graduated law school at that point. I'm like, yay, this is going to be my chance to just be me. And I was like all excited about it. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was upset that I just couldn't really ever have that opportunity. And I honestly like went through a hard time after bachelor pad season three aired. It really like upset me and affected me. I decided to move back to Houston and just get a job at a law firm. And I was kind of like not hiding out, but you know what I mean? Like not going to events I was invited to and just, I was upset by it. I'm like, ew, I don't like this character. And I'm like over it. I didn't want to have to be it, but yeah, I was annoyed by, I was like upset about it. Like really like it, it was like a hard year, honestly, afterwards. Can you, can you point out maybe <laughs> one of the hardest, hardest things to watch back, like a specific scene or moment? Yeah, or... so they had this really horrible challenge. I don't know if you saw Bachelor Pad season yeah, two. Yeah, I you watched everything, yeah. An egg toss challenge. Yep. And that was also kind of set up. While we were getting painted for it with targets on our back, I was like, oh my gosh, if I get attacked with eggs, I'm going to be so upset and blah, blah, blah. And my friend at the time, we're not really friends anymore. Michael Stagliano told me the guys devised a strategy because they're right-handed. We're all going to throw the eggs at the person on the end so we don't make it personal, blah, blah, blah. And so for whatever reason, while I was getting painted, they're like, hang on, we have to finish painting you. And everyone was lined up and I had to be at the final position. And so I got attacked with the most eggs. And afterwards, everyone came up and explained that, told me it wasn't personal. But at the time, I was crying. It was so humiliating. It was so... And plus, the eggs were actually, like, painful, and it was very hurtful. I remember that scene. It was bullying. And I remember crying so hard. Yeah. I thought that was like... And I feel like that whole thing ended up backfiring. I remember people were not happy about that scene. They weren't. But they said, who's the least attractive girl in the house? Exactly. that was like, I don't want my husband watching that. Like he's literally, he still hasn't seen it. No, he doesn't that know was, about it. That was we don't horrible. even talk about it. Actually, like I'm getting a really like visceral reaction. Yeah. Ugh. Even my best friend, like who I've been best friends with since I was two, she was like, we, do you want to talk about it? Or like, do you not want to talk about it? Like, it's yeah. just really awkward. And at the time I'm like, let's just not talk about it. You know? And I was like super busy just being in law school. So I moved on from that, but that's why I did Bachelor Pad 3 is I was like, yay, you know, I'm going to have a little relationship on the show, which I didn't. And I was like, I'm going to show that I'm attractive and everything's going to be fun. And so the fact that it didn't turn out that way and it was just kind of very uneventful was like depressing to me, you know? And I'm like, I was, I was definitely like, like disheartened about it for a while and just kind of in a negative space, you know, I had to go through that. Thanks. It was hard though. Um, Yeah. What I want (laughs) to ask about before I want to talk a little bit about bachelor pad, but before you went Mm -hmm. on bachelor pad, you did Dr. Phil. Was that before? Yes, that was before because I had done a show on VH1 that only had two seasons. And that was called your cut off, right? Yes. And it was hilarious. But the second season, they just honestly had a horrible cast and that's why it didn't come back. (laughs) Um, and they told me, they're like, we didn't want your mom to graduate you so that you could have been on the second season. We, wanted you every we tried season. to get you to come back. I'm like, that show was so much fun. Um, even though we were being a little ridiculous, I still felt like I somehow got to be more of myself, you know? I mean, that show was all about, uh, it was women or, or was it men too? Who <laughs> no, had, just women. Okay, just women who yeah. are, are spoiled basically and are mm-hmm. getting cut off by their parents. And we really were. Like, it wasn't fake. Like... But somehow, like, it was more fun for us to really believe, like, the situation they put us in. Because when we signed up to do the show, we didn't sign up to go on your cutoff. We signed up. It seemed very odd to me, but they told us it was called The Good Life, and we were just going to be running around L.A. They're like, it's like the hell. Like, Barris, we were like just gonna Barris be, and like... Cole kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> and so we're like, this is so fun. And so then um, <laughs> we were staying at the Hotel Sofitel, you know, for, like, a few days. And then they were like, we're going to go shopping at the Beverly Center. Get out your credit cards. You know, so we tried to go shopping and then they kept telling us your credit card doesn't work. That was all scripted, you know, and then we find out from the life coach of the show, Laura, who I still speak with and love, but we found out we were being cut off and it was like, they played videos and my dad actually refused to cut me off. So they tried to get him to say it and he's like, she doesn't need to be cut off. She's in law school. Like she's very responsible. Like there's nothing wrong with her, you know? So did you feel like you needed that show? Like that you were in a place where you kind of needed to be brought home, brought home a little bit. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. Like I also made good friends on that show. And like, it was the first time, I don't care if this sounds, you know, unrealistic to other people. It was the first time that I had to really learn to live on a budget. Like they made us do chores and like have these jobs and like, for real, like they would not provide us extra food. They're like, okay, you guys have like $150 for all like eight of you or however many there was to go like have meals for the week, which a week <laughs> is three days. But like, 
we'd have to like we were choosing between like boxed wine i remember and like <laughs> cheese it so like we literally went on a diet of like boxed wine and cheese it's and lost weight from it so my friend jackie and i are always like we need to go back on that diet like, like it's just really the box wine and cheese it diet that's mm, a diet i can worked. get behind that Shit. was so so after that i was like box wine is my thing so i would like bring it around to parties like thinking it was like chic and other people were like what are you doing <laughs> like they didn't get it oh. but it was actually really good and do you keep any like funny. do you take any of the lessons you learned into life now yeah i mean what now my life me is with? <laughs> it's very different um like we still you know like my husband and i are both lawyers just working mm-hmm. we have two kids it's like you know what i'm saying like we're not like running around living extravagantly okay but of course we do we find it important to have a good lifestyle and take vacations of course and you know we have to like we make we decide what our priorities are yeah well that's like so i that's travel really a lot do. and people always say yeah. you know how do you, how do you can you afford this and i'm like i'm in i'm deep in my budget you know i'm yeah, really thinking about important. what i prioritize that's how we are too. but like i read i read the bio for your cutoff that said that you spent it, this girl spends <laughs> 500 something a thousand it was exaggerated i'm sure they i was like there's like, no effing way tuition and like my you know just everything they could throw in there to count yeah um they wanted me to exaggerate it so i did of course i was like there's yeah. no way a human could spend that much money mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. I didn't. Um, okay so then so then the dr phil show you do that which a lot of people saw you on and they kind of portrayed yeah. you and another girl as spoiled brats <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they did like um a, a, a reunion or whatever were, did, were, you, were you happy with that appearance for yourself so I guess I was happy with like the second one, but I didn't like being compared with Josie. In my opinion, we were nothing alike. And I felt like she crossed the line of being funny into being offensive. Okay. And she really was out of touch with reality. And I felt like with me, I was just kind of playing along with it. So I didn't like being compared with her. Noted. So then, so then you go on bachelor pad and yeah. let's talk about Michael Stagliano. So that was very hurtful to me because between season one or two and two, we were good friends. Um, when I graduated law school, I moved out to LA and I graduated like in the middle of the year. And so we were hanging out all the time, went to a concert together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we were legit friends, not romantic at all. I had no romantic interest in him. Like he just definitely wasn't my type. Um, and I'm close friends with Holly, right. not close friends, but we keep in touch. We're friends His ex. I went to her and Blake's wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, but either way I stayed friends with Michael, you know, and considered him a good friend. And he was like, yeah, when I found out he was going to do it too, he's like, we're going to be in an alliance, you know, I'm going to have your back, but we weren't like fake friends. Like I thought we were actual friends. And so I remember him telling me like, Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, you should have realized that we're still friends just because you weren't in my alliance. So right. I'm like, to me, like, that's not true. Like, I understand that I had not excelled in any of the challenges. But at the same time, I was mad that I was eliminated, like, right before the only intellectual challenge, which was, like, the spelling bee challenge. And even my friend at the time, Alicia, that was a producer, was like, I'm sad that you got sent home right before the only challenge, like, you would have ever been good at. I'm like, I know. It was like spelling and that's like the one thing I can do I was an English major yeah but um yeah so that was just so hurtful to me yeah like I didn't separate the fact that he's my friend but not in my alliance like in my mind it just all went together yeah and that was also part of the reason I was so sad afterwards and I feel like yes I eliminated him too but at the same time that didn't make up for the fact that I felt betrayed by him you know was it was it hard to balance like friendship and playing a game yeah, and I think that's why they decided to cancel Bachelor Pad 3 is that it wasn't really what The Bachelor is about, which yeah. is finding love. Right. And it was really, like, honestly, like, season two I still liked, despite the egg situation. Right. But I made better friends, like Deanna, who came to my wedding, you right. know, and lifelong friends from that, where, and my friend Melissa. But in season three, like, no. Like, I didn't make any really good friends. I lost a friend. Mm-hmm. And... They brought in fans, which was weird. It was I mean, the weird. fans were just, and you went it was odd. The fans, which was a and they weird. tried to tell me, um, Alon, actually, I can say this now because he's not on the show Hi, anymore. Alon. <laughs> <laughs> but he tried to encourage me to have a romance with the fan, Dave, and I just didn't want to. And he's like, you're probably going to get eliminated. 
if you don't have a romance with him and I'm like, but I'm not attracted to him. And like, I just don't want to have a romance with him, you know? Yeah. So I did it. And yes, I was eliminated. So there's that. Well, bye. But, um, (laughs) you know, but it's like, I had a very, like, just not a a very unhappy experience on that season because like I said, despite the egg thing in season two, I still like ended up having fun and like, it just, I don't know. Yeah. It was okay. But in season three, it was like, it was just very hard. I felt like everyone was coupling up. I didn't have an interest in anyone. And in the, it's really weird, like, looking back in that strange mentality you're at. And I see it when people get eliminated these days on Paradise, even more than The Bachelor. Because on The Bachelor, it's like, okay, that's one guy. He right. doesn't like me. There's others. But on Paradise and Pat, it was like, oh, my gosh. Out of all these guys, like, no one likes me. And you want, you really want to have, like, a showmance or, like, a relationship on the show. And in your crazy mind, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, no, well, this, gonna this like is me, my example you know? is <laughs> freaking um, <laughs> Nick Peterson. Yes. Do you, that hilarious scene of you oh guys gosh. on the couch and you are. They set playing. that up. <laughs> they like, totally asked me to do that with different. Did they give objects. you the phallic uh, yes. lollipop? But mm-hmm. it was it was so funny when you were like, I just am jealous of of the other alliance or the other group partners, yeah. partners who are romantic and I want to be romantic. I know. It was very silly. Oh, and by so the way, funny. Nick never officially he didn't really ever thank me enough for winning that season because it was up to me who I felt like eliminating. I could have eliminated him. No one would have cared. You, you know what should I mean? have. You should have eliminated him. I should him. have. He's annoying. Yeah. After that, he wasn't even loyal to me. And the he way told, he just said, I'm not interested. Yeah. And then he told my friend, um, Samantha Steffen, she moved to LA and we became friends after she was on paradise. And he told her to watch out for me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, she probably only wants to hang out with you because you're from a recent season. I'm like, I just wanted to be friends with her because I don't know. I like being friends with people. And it was like, it was just so weird of him to say to watch out for me of all people that after I helped no him sense. out so much. Like it, that was also rude and hurtful. So I just felt like, you know, I was really like disenchanted by the men besides Lorenzo, honestly, that mm. I met through the show. Yeah. For real. They're unimpressive, unimpressive. But I'm now curious. they're nicer. They're like when I went good. to the Dallas cast party, like Evan came up and he's oh, like, Oh, hey. I like Evan. Evan's like, a winner. Yeah, and he had watched like my season. Even JoJo came up to me and she's like, "You're the OG," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you I are the any... you are the fucking OG." But I didn't know that any of these people would, you know, watch know like you. these older seasons. We know so you, like, sister. You. I'm curious. Did you have a when you signed on to to pad? Did you have any sort of strategy? Did anyone really? Um, the first season I did, it was to be in an alliance with Casey and Vienna because I kind of knew that they would be kind of like running things. But then it caused a problem when I had a fake romance with Jake, which I thought that was was really nice. I mean, I I did like him, honestly. And I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's the only one that was actually the bachelor. And I thought he was cute. Right. Um, so it really wasn't that fake, but the way it was edited and he told me, yeah, they asked me to say that made it seem like it was just fake but in the moment it didn't feel like it was okay um and so then he was eliminated and i guess casey and vienna felt upset by me even though vienna and i are still friends and she doesn't give a shit about it you know anymore well i'm curious um what it was like going into a show with jake and vienna Mm -hmm. because we had just watched their breakup that was like the most painful thing ever to watch i would not want to go live in a house with them I mean, so I, it was all about them and like drama all the time, right. but like, because I was already friends with Casey, I didn't mind it. Cause I'm like, cool. I'll be like on their team or whatever. But then Jake was very peaceful to me. Hmm. Um, and you know, so at the time I was like, I don't believe the things that she said about him cause he's so nice. Right. But then again, as her friend, like, you know, I do probably believe her now. Um, he's just a good actor. You know what I mean? So yeah. he had a very peaceful pleasant demeanor while we were there and I was like he's cool and I enjoyed having conversations with him you know and so I did like him as a person but no we're not friends anymore but I guess the strategy at the time was yeah like align with Vienna and Casey you know because they know everyone and they kind of did control things even though they didn't end up winning at the end so I'm I'm so curious uh, what they had to do to get those two to go on a show together I mean so now it's funny because Vienna's like off, like living her life doing yeah. really well in business. And she's like moved on from it, you know, and she's so happy and doing great. 
but at the time she was like, that was, she was like one of the first people I think that made that her career Yeah. in the moment. And she chose to just be done with it. And they tried to get her to be on paradise and she was like, no, I'm over but anyway, it. yeah. So at the time I think they, you know, made a good offer to them and they felt like doing it. Like they enjoyed it, you know, right. and it seemed like a good idea to them at the time. Yeah. And same with Casey. Interesting. Oh, and then Kalen, I mean, whatever. He's just, eh. I don't even know what he's up to anymore. So the funny thing about Does he still live in Houston? We, no, but like, he's like disappeared. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> no one like sees or hears from him. Um, we really did have mutual friends, which was the strange thing about oh, okay. it. He, his girlfriend in law school was one of my good friends at the time. Oh. And, um, yeah, and she's the sweetest girl. But anyway, so we ran around in the same circles, but he like was like trying to be like the boy version of me. It was super weird. Um, like randomly he wrote before he was ever on the show, he wrote something really mean to me on Facebook. Like he like told me I looked fat in this picture that was in us weekly about, oh. it was a picture about me losing weight, but he was like trying to say, Oh, you didn't lose enough. You know, he's just a strange individual. That's so And rude. we did. Ugh. He never apologized to me after bachelor pad, but we ran into each other a few different times, you know, and, right. and in LA, we both lived there at the same time and hung out. And it's like, I forgave him because I feel like karma came to him. And it was thanks to my friend, Michelle money. Um, yeah. when he was on bachelor in paradise and like, she called me before the show and she's like, did Kaylin ever apologize to you? I'm like, no, actually he didn't. She's like, I don't like that. <laughs> she's like, not only did he upset you, she's like, I don't like how he treated Lindsay. I don't like how he treated Emily. And she's like a very powerful person. And so I feel like when she sets her mind to something, she just like makes it she, happen. Yes. So yeah. So she kind of ensured that no one would go on a date with him. And I remember like he made fun of me after bachelor pad. He's like, Oh no one even wanted to go on a date with her. And then it's like, well, guess what? Now he got to see how it felt and it was hard for him too. And when we ran into each other, you know, a few years later in LA, he was like, yeah, it sucked. And like, he never apologized, but he basically just acknowledged that it was, you know, maybe that was situation. his way of, of, of apologizing. Yeah. You know? And so I don't like harvest any anger towards him, but yeah, for a while I did because the fact that I knew him and like our parents are friends. And like I said, we had so many mutual friends that yeah. it was just really weird. And he was good friends with my brother for a time period too. They're the same age. Um, wow. And so it was just very strange of him to have like some weird personal vendetta against me literally for no reason. Like yeah. it started out of the blue and it was super weird. That's well, <sighs> screw all these guys because you're married now. <laughs> yes. You're freaking married. I'm married. Who did you marry? Tell us um, the story. Sure. Okay. He's not here because he's running an errand, but it's my husband. This is my daughter and I oh, on this Texas wedding. Your, your daughters are beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. So look at this weird picture that we still have. Cause we, I didn't have it framed, but we just think it's so crazy. Chuck and I met, um, this is when we first met. There's him with my best friend. What? Can you see it? Yes. So there's him and my best friend. My hair was brown and all again. That's my, you've been mom. brown a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. But so she, my wow. best friend, Brittany, she was the maid of honor in our wedding. Um, she ended up dating my date to that junior prom <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> And she's been my best friend since we were two. And so, of course, like, I met my husband through her. But, like, when I met him at the time, his her, like, prom date, did I ever think we'd be married? And did he? No. Like, and he didn't Freaking even cross prom. my mind. Oh, my God. It's so weird, right? Like, And then we ran into each other throughout the years. He was in Miami and I was in L.A. And then we, like, like we saw each other at Brittany's grandfather's funeral. And, like, you know, that was when I was 25. He's like, oh, you look so good, you know. And we kept in touch on Facebook. But, like. If you would have asked me who I would have ended up with, it would have never been him. Never been him. You know? And he thought he felt the same way. Did he and watch like, the show at all? Weird. Yeah. So randomly, he did watch only The Bachelor. Um, okay. He was at his dad's house. They were having some type of party. And Brittany and her parents were there. And so, like, it was on, like, in the background, you know? And so he knew I was on it and, like, knew about it. But it's not like he avidly, like, watched everything. Okay. Um, but he had seen like a few, like that episode mainly and like kept up with me through it. And I remember like now it's funny because Facebook, like you can see your history of messages right. with yeah. the person for years. So we like love looking back. I'm like, every time I was in Miami, you would message me. Like he would notice when I was in Miami and be like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm here with my boyfriend, like whoever I was dating <laughs> at the time or like, you know, like I'm here for a bachelorette party for one of my girlfriends. But we never got together. And he, like, it's weird because he'll, like, remember every single time we saw each other. He's like, 
I remember this one time at this Mexican restaurant and you were Jeez. wearing like this tank top. I'm like, I guess he like secretly always really liked me. And that's like, that made me feel good. That's the best story ever. Yeah. But then it, I get to myself. I'm like, if I would have known that, like all those times I was like sad and insecure that there was someone like thinking about me, you know, that would have made me so happy. You know what I mean? Like all those times I felt like a loser, like, you know, You're not no loser. That's what I'll say. You are no loser. <laughs> and now, I mean, so, so you had, you had your daughter Mm-hmm. You had one daughter with Charles, right? Or yeah, Charles? Aspen. Aspen. Yeah, so our daughter Aspen. So okay. when I was like, I always have known that I wanted to be a mom. That's just course, me. Yeah. I'm very maternal. I love kids and babies. And like, I around the time when I was about to turn 30, I'm like, I just need to be a mom. And I was yeah. like so sad. That was also part of like the situation too. It was right after Bachelor Pod. And that same best friend of mine, Brittany, was having a baby. And I was like, oh my I God. Like I just... Yeah. And so I met Holland's dad, Galen, working together. Um, he's a family law attorney in LA. Okay. And he had an older son who was also a teenager mm. now. And, and then, and he was like always talking about, I always wished I had a second. He wasn't married to his son's mom either. Okay. Um, so yeah. But anyway, and so he just, you know, we both were just in that place where we really wanted to have a child. And we didn't know each other very well. We were dating for about two months, but I was, I was 32. So it wasn't like, you know, I was so old or anything like that. And I remember people saying, oh, you should freeze your eggs and do this and that. I'm I'm actually looking into freezing my eggs and I'm like, yeah, it's interesting. It's how how old are you? You're 30. I'm, I'm almost 27. Oh my God. You're so young. You I know. I that. hear that all the time. Girl, I'm looking no. at, as it, it, at it as like an insurance <laughs> policy. My publicist, when I was like 29, is like, someone offered to like freeze your eggs. I'm like, it could be a good idea. I you know, but I never followed up on it. Mine. Anyone? You probably could <laughs> get expensive. someone to talk to Mark about it. I will talk it to Mark. It is expensive. Yes. <laughs> Mark, sure is, Mark is my manager, by the way. I know. There you go. Know, for everyone who doesn't know. He used to be know. mine. Yeah. And he was always talking about you. And he's like, look how gorgeous she is. Aww. Not in a weird way, but I'm like, she is. No, he's great. You know, We've been together since, since like the day I got off the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, so... I'm curious. You've said that your dad did Vienna's nose job. Yes. That's so awesome. She looks great. She looks Um, amazing. And he just did another huge surgery on one of my girlfriends, Zochi. She is another lawyer and mom and we're really good friends. And so actually we're starting our own podcast about being lawyers and moms kind of just, she's a single mom. And even though I'm not any more single mom, I still feel like I always will be one at heart. Yeah. You know, just because I went through that. Um, And so I have so much respect for single moms. And as a family lawyer, it's like I'm always fighting to help single moms. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm not my husband's always like, you're not a single mom anymore. But I'm like, but I still have similar issues, you know, sharing a child with someone I'm not with. Right. And now having one with someone I'm married to, it's a totally different experience. Well, you you have custody. For sure. We share. um, You share. She lives with me in in Houston, but. Um, Galen could see her whenever he wants. We went over there. We like, we get along so well now. It's great. That's good. Um, we went there for Christmas. That's like his thing. And since we are Jewish, we don't really celebrate it. So I'm like, you can have every Christmas. Right. And I know that's really important to him. And plus it's fun for Holland. She gets to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. And this year was the first year she really like knew about Christmas because all of our cartoons like Peppa Pig were celebrating oh, it. Peppa You're like, what's Pig. Peppa Pig? <laughs> I'm surprised you even know what that is. Of course I know Peppa. <laughs> I, 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 ba- yeah. I did a lot of babysitting when I lived in New York and all oh, okay. we did was watch Peppa. Well, speaking, yeah. I, th- you did that hilarious show on TLC. Well, you didn't, you weren't like an active character, <laughs> yeah. but you were like a kissing, kissing coach, coach on that Love at First funny. Kiss, which I so loved that. that. That was fun. What happened is, do you know, member Bennett? Yes. The producer. So he, so it was the bachelor that, you know, did that show and Bennett called me literally like the night before. And I was living in LA at the time. And he's like, okay, so we like have looked and Googled and like, we can't find an actual kissing coach. He's like, so I randomly thought of you because we did have a kissing challenge on the on bachelor, on bachelor pad. Too. Yep. And I didn't even win it. You didn't. But actually, no, but no. actually the way I prepared for my kissing lesson was I rewatched that episode <laughs> and I watched what Ella said and did and the to advice win. she gave. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yep. I like studied her and I'm like, okay, this is the advice I'm going to give him. And then they're like, will you actually kiss him? And like, 
you know everyone's oh like oh my god it was so painful his eyes were open <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny but what? at the same time like we had to kiss random people on bachelor pad like with the kissing challenge i mean what's it's not that it's really no, it's really no different i will get random people like at least five random guys messaging me to this day through Instagram asking for kissing lessons. I'm like, my husband would not like that. Can you and charge, even if I, I mean, married, can you talk to your husband and be like, look, there is an opportunity here for some major some side income. So, yeah, so mean, what can you advise enough, yeah. people on um, general kissing, kissing tips? Yeah. It's funny. Um, the ones I gave, I don't know. I mean, I just said, you said make so sure what, your lips what are, I learned, are they have to be juicy. moisturized. Yeah, moisturized. Because if you like, there's nothing worse, and I'm sure you've had this experience yeah. dating dry lips, chapped yeah. lips, and bad mm-hmm. breath are the grossest things. You know, if work. they have dry lips and bad breath, it's like eh, if they smell bad, you're like ew. Yeah. So I said, and I also said, use a little bit of tongue. But not like too much where it's like slobbering, yeah. but don't give just like a kiss, like, you know, with no tongue. I don't know. You just have to shake things up. Shake and it I'm, up. And I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan if they grab the hair, yep. like, yep. you know, touch the face lightly. Nothing too much. What did you say on the, leave the clip? You said more. like grab the lip or something, which yeah, was I said a grab interesting. The chin. Yeah, grab the It was the random. Chin. Yes. Okay. But... I yeah. felt like it was a good idea. Okay, last funny. last couple things. How did you know that your husband was the one? Hmm. I think I just decided. Um, I don't know. I told. <laughs> no, I was over I it. Guess, no, I mean, so we went to Aspen with my family, right? And my daughter, of course, came with us. Mm-hmm. And I just—he was the first guy. I used to always play by like these rules, and I literally like read the book, like the rules, you know. Right. And he was the first guy that I told that I loved him before they said it to me. <gasps> um, I was just saying, and I, you know, I was telling my daughter I loved her, and I looked at him, I was like, I love you too. And I didn't even think about it; it just came out. And I remember the time, like, I think we'd been dating like two or three weeks, and he he said it back, but he was like, "Wow, this was like a little fast." But I just feel like he was the first person that liked me for exactly who I was. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Every other guy I dated was like telling me, oh, I don't like, you know, that you did The Bachelor. I don't like the way you post on Facebook or like, you know, maybe you should change your hair color. That's why I was always changing it up. But he was the first person that just like loved everything about me. And I could just be like a hundred percent me, like unfiltered, Mm -hmm. you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever, just me. And he was also so great with my daughter, you know, and like, yeah. he was just like a hundred percent on board with my program, whatever that was. I love, I love, you know it. what I mean? That's awesome. So I was like, well, it was just so good. That's and I awesome. feel like we're best friends. Like we hang out all the time. It's just like, we just are a hundred percent. I don't know. We're so much ourselves with each other. And I feel like both of us are doing better mm-hmm. in life than with we ever have with each other. Like we, yeah. you know, like I passed my bar exam finally, thanks to him studying with me, I you mean, know? And it's like, it's just like we've accomplished so many of our dreams together. You that know, is so sweet. That is so sweet. Yeah. What so was I'm harder, uh, passing the bar or bachelor pad? Uh, probably passing the bar. <laughs> it took me <laughs> a long time. Um, it was really, really hard, mainly because I just didn't want to shut down my life for the three months and focus on it. And right. that's really the truth. And this time, for whatever reason, I did it when I was nine months pregnant. Because of the fact that I was like, I, I literally gave birth five days after the exam, but I'm like, if I'm going through it, like yeah. this miserable and this fucking pregnant, like in the Houston, Texas heat, oh. I'm going to pass the stupid thing. Like I'm not. And so I had to be aggressive about it. Like I literally had to put up a post on Facebook, which I didn't want to admit, like, right. you know, six years after I graduated law school, I'm taking the bar exam. <laughs> it's like, but I had to, because friends would text me, Hey, and when can I see you? I'm like, Come visit me after Aspen's born. Come visit, me in, Come visit me in the hospital. Yeah. And I and they were like, do you have a time for a quick lunch? And I had to be like, no. Nope. And like, you know, my my true friends were still here. No one disappeared. You that's know what so, I mean? They're all proud so of me. Great. But I had my husband studying with me. And plus, I'm like, I knew that once the baby came out, it would be so much harder to do it than when she was in me. So I'm like, I'm going to do it now. I did it. Then I got my job offer. I didn't even have to apply. It literally just that's came so to me with, by fate. You know, and so like, but I'm not sitting around being like, everything's perfect. Like, it's really hard working full time, right? you know, being a mother of two, feeling like you can't be giving your kids enough attention because with Holland, I got to be a stay at home mom for like the first year Mm because I was staying around like studying and just doing marketing with my dad and different things, you know? Right. 
And so sometimes I do feel really spread then and it's tough, you know, but I just make it work. Thank you. Do you want more kids? I don't know because pregnancy is like so demanding on your body. Um, like if it were up to me, I would have a boy, but what if I had another girl, like three girls would be really crazy. That's a lot of girls. (laughs) Yeah. It's too many. This time I honestly want it. Like I have a brother that's exactly the same age difference as my two daughters. Yeah. So this pregnancy, I was like, Oh, it's a boy. I know it. I'm like, I feel so different. It's definitely a boy. And then like, I found out it was a girl and I honestly was disappointed about it. I mean, but now I'm happy because they're so cute together. And I never had a sister besides my best friend, you um, know, that acts like a sister. I mean, but the it's videos like, that you post of them to interacting, it's so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. It really makes me happy. So I'm like, she was meant to be, if we have a boy who already has a name yeah. in my mind, his name is Kingston, oh, but so I really cute. just want to name him King. King honestly. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe you should ask your astrologer. <laughs> What's I, in he the... told me I could probably have one in two years, but it's like, girl, I want to have a mommy makeover. Like all my friends are here getting yes. surgeries and I'm like, when am I going to have like my surgery? Yeah, you like, gotta am get I going to do mommy it? Makeover. I'm curious. Are your breasts real? Yes. And that's the one thing people don't believe. I would not want them this big. Like, trust me. I'm like, would you ever get a reduction? Yeah. Honestly, that's what I want to do. And the problem is my dad is honestly the best person I know at them. And I've seen his results and they're amazing. And when I look at other breast reductions, trust me, like they look terrible and there's scars. Just do it. And if you have implants, it's so easy. They just switch it out for a smaller one. But with natural boobs, they're really hard to do. Yeah. Um, The only surgery I've ever had was my nose when I was really young. I went to the guy that trained my dad in New York. And then after bachelor, I had some lipo. I was like 23, 24, but it doesn't last forever. After you have kids, it completely ruins everything. Tell everyone where to follow you on Instagram because you were underappreciated on Instagram. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, My Instagram is at Erica the Rose. E-R-I-C-A. There you go. Thank you for Thanks, taking girl. the time to talk to me when I know you're Thanks so busy. Thanks for reaching out to me, of honestly. Course. I was like super flattered. Oh, I'm so excited. Fun. You are iconic to me. So I cannot wait Thank for everyone you. to hear this. Thank you. You too. Bye, Thank hun. you, girl. Bye. Bye. 